0: This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. The world economy is strong but slipping as the Fed fights inflation. Creighton University economist Ernest Goss noted how exports to Mexico boosted the rural economies of the 10 Midwest states in his rural index. He said that exports from Missouri to Mexico represented 84.6% of that state's commodity exports in 2021. Only 28.9% of Minnesota commodity exports went to Mexico last year, 57.2% of the 10-state farm commodity exports went to Mexico in 2021. Ironically, without the Hispanic workforce in the U.S. ag, there would be less to export. H-2A applications were up 17% so far this year, and yet the markets focused all on exports to China. The Rural Main Street Index report text noted that Rural Ag Loan Index rose to 73 from 66.9 the previous month, attributed to higher farm input costs. It will cost significantly more money this year to farm. Diesel fuel has doubled some places. The Creighton survey of rural bankers say that cash rents have climbed 9.6%. 40% of bankers say that they expect farm incomes to be higher, offset by 25.9%, who think that they'll be lower. That is likely split by who is under major drought and where crops are getting in on time. Commodity prices have risen enough to cover costs, but there is good production. Farmers need bushels to sell, or price is meaningless. The Business Confidence Index showed worry about the Ukraine war and inflation at only 40.4, falling back to COVID pandemic levels. I expect that this is the bankers worrying. CNBC said that U.S. consumer banks' deposits were up 8% year over year in May. I guess that means that they have the 8% inflation covered. I noted in my son's Brazil update that Brazil's inflation rate was 12% and their interest rate was 12.75%. It usually takes an interest rate higher than inflation to quell inflation. That way it pulls cash into securities instead of inflating assets. That is what it took in the 1980s to kill inflation. We're a long ways from that yet, here and now. An interest rate higher than 8% inflation would crash our economy and bankrupt the federal government. The good news is that inflation has not gotten dug into investor or consumer mindsets yet. They hope to kill it before it does. Former Clinton Treasury Secretary and economist Larry Summers says that we have never had unemployment this low and inflation this high without having a recession, And he was right about his forecast that the Fed was missing inflation and that it was not transitory. CNBC's Jim Cramer says that until the market gets its collective mind around global geopolitical tensions and inflation, it will not be able to mount a meaningful comeback. When I say that we are not in an inflation mindset, here's what I mean by that. A small business says that buyers are responding to higher prices by buying a half load instead of a full load. They are buying less because of high prices. That doesn't mean that they are consuming less. In an inflation mindset, they would buy one-on-one-half loads instead of a load to build an inventory, thinking that waiting to buy would only cost them more in the future. This effort to avoid higher prices actually pulls demand forward, inflating prices so it's self-fulfilling. Small business has become pessimistic over economic prospects for the next year. A Wall Street Journal survey says that 57% expect economic conditions to deteriorate. Good thing that this decline started from the top of the mountain and not halfway down. Employment is still strong, and while interest rates are off the bottom, they are not high yet by historical measurement. Many small businesses view this full employment as a negative thing, as they cannot hire new workers. Worker quality has deteriorated and wage costs have gone up with inflation. 88% 88% of small businesses that hiring challenges have gotten worse since January. I returned some unused fence lumber, and they had a young kid come out to count the slats. He looked, but there were too many, and then marked my paper with no pretense of having counted them. The guy in the lumber shed helping me unload was 65 years old, and he asked me whether the first employee or the gate guard had counted them. I told him no, neither had. He said that he can't get anyone to work anymore. If you fire them, they can get a job elsewhere, and the one you hire to replace them, if you can, is no better. Us two old guys unloaded the lumber and bonded. He said that he no longer eats at fast food restaurants anymore because he knows the quality of the employees preparing the food. He had a point.